The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. And coming to you live on tape on this Wednesday, October 20th, broadcasting live on tape at about 5.20 p.m. Here bringing to you the Broken Helmet for week seven. Six weeks down in the books, and time does fly once the games start. I mean, it feels like it was yesterday that this NFL season started, and we are already six games in kind of fucking crazy how fast it goes but there it is i wish it was back at week one however because i am running low on the cashola i have been getting smoked but my brother complete opposite he didn't come through last week unfortunately but that historically in 2021 has not been the case and for you sir somebody was not happy with the chargers Chargers oh. made a stinker. Screwed up that was everything. Horrible. That was horrible. It was brutal. Screwed up your two big bats. It was every. It was everything. I hit everything else. You I even had everything. I even else. had Tennessee beating Buffalo. Yep, you did. But unfortunately, those Chargers screwed up all of the plans. I, I will say that the Chargers losing to Baltimore in the way that they did was probably one of the bigger shockers of the weekend for me because granted it was in it was a west coast team coming to the east coast for a one o'clock start and we all know that those get to be a, a little fruity but that one was I mean they just didn't even show I mean from the, I from the whistle they stunk and it wasn't like it wasn't like Baltimore even I mean, I was looking at the total yards. Even Lamar Jackson had two interceptions. Like, I, I just yeah. can't f- figure out how they got smoked so bad. Like they, they were literally. When I rewatched pace. the game, they, they just they had nothing, right? I mean, they had no explosion. They couldn't convert drives. I mean, nothing went right. I mean, Baltimore but, owned that game. But wouldn't you agree going into the game that? Everybody, if not, you know, everybody on this podcast and everybody, a lot of people on this <laughs> Everybody on this podcast? You mean the two of us? Yes. Sure. Yes, yes. Well, we can talk to our, our three listeners, yeah, too. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh, would agree that, that Los Angeles uh, was was definitely a Super Bowl contender, well, at least going into the week. Well, yeah. I mean, they were, they were one of the hot teams, right? Especially with the win off the Browns the week before. However, you look at that Browns game, and it becomes not so impressive when they get beat up the way they did versus Car- the Cardinals last week. Because watching that game, God, you want to talk about a defense that a couple weeks ago everybody and their brother was talking about as being one of the top-tier defenses, including Etouard. I thought they were good, too. And then this is two weeks in a row that they have not been able to stop shit. I mean, they were terrible, terrible I versus would, the Cardinals. I, would, I was pretty shocked. 
that was the second game I was shocked about. Well, oh, but they, mean the, they the also, Browns? You know what? I agree with you, but in hindsight, it's kind of like, ah, the Browns aren't that good. Right? Like, I mean, it is Baker Mayfield. Well, I, I think that they're better, obviously, with Chubb and Hunt. When For they, sure. When, when they both play, then they have that dual threat. I, Chubb and Hunt are that team infinitely more than Baker Mayfield is that team. Of course. He makes, they make, those two together make Baker Mayfield have the ability to actually throw the ball or complete some passes. Right. It's funny watching that game because what you see is basically the same type of quarterback, right? You see Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, both undersized, both make plays by extending the play, running outside the tackles, scrambling around, and trying to make something happen, right? Except yeah. in that game, you see the difference between the two quality quarterbacks because M- Murray is twice the quarterback that Mayfield is. I'm sorry. I mean, he, Baker doesn't hold the candle to Kyler Murray. And I don't, no, you know. Ky- Kyler, Kyler's five times. Five times better. Yeah, and I although, I, although I think Kyler Kyler's Murray, flawed, but. Yeah, he he's the hot item right now, but I, I he's not a type of guy I see or I watch play and say he'll be around till he's 38. Like, that, I just, I don't foresee that with him. Well, I don't either. I'm not quite sure how the game will progress over time, over, let's say, the next five years. Obviously, because we are so accustomed to the pocket passer or the quarterback that runs the offense strategically and doesn't bank on athleticism to extend plays, you know, that's what we're accustomed to. Now, I don't know if the NFL just keeps going that way where everything is built around trying to make extended plays. You know, maybe the pocket passer dies off. But I agree with you that, I mean, if that's the case, the athleticism's needed, right, to extend those plays and to play the way that they do. So as you get older, you just lose that athleticism, right? I mean, Tom Brady's not playing at 45 because he's an athlete. <laughs> you know, he's playing at 45 because he knows the game. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I I just, I think that... I mean, I'm like, agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good point by you. <laughs> that's what's happening. No, I know that. I know that. I'm saying, can't you foresee Justin Herbert being around for a long time? Longer than, yes, longer than a, a Murray, per se. Yes, but what I was, the whole point of what I was trying to say also is that I, I think Baker... If his time falls short in Cleveland somehow, some way, I—I I mean, he—he's not bad. He—he—he's—he's he's good for game management. I don't think he'll ever be Brett Farvish, right? He kind of has the stature and, and kind of plays a little like Brett Favre, but oh, the Moxie, the Moxie. Ugh. Yeah, he is, that yeah. guy is a disgrace to the uniform. It's a little aggressive, Mike. I don't know if Baker Mayfield's a disgrace to the uniform, but. Uh, I, you know, the moxie, enough with the moxie, right? I mean, the moxie means that you have to run outside of the, outside of the tackles and scramble around to make the, make the, the play continue in order to get the plot, the pass off. Right. It's not a skill set. What's his name? Uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is, is pretty good too at 39 years old. He, he's kind of done that for a long time. But, but that's what made Brett Favre so good. Like, Brett Favre was so good for so long because of his athleticism to to really move. 
Yeah, I mean, agreed. However, I, the di- the difference between Favre and Mayfield, and there are a ton. Uh, a ton. But a ton. primarily, <laughs> he was also a bigger body. I mean, there is something to be said about the height challenge of Mayfield and Murray. Because, I mean, part of the reason that they have to get outside, you know, the, the pocket is because they need to be able to see downfield. Yeah. Right? Favre was just a bigger body. But I, I, I know what you're saying, that Favre was able to do that for a prolonged amount of time. Yeah. I, I actually think, I don't think Baker's, Baker's not good for fantasy football, but I think he's fine in the system he's in. You know, he's, he's not going to lose them a, a bunch of games. Is what I'm trying to say. I don't know if he's... No, I agree. I don't think he's going to lose any games, but is he going to win any for him? That's the question. Probably not going to be that big of a difference maker, no. Right, and and then it kind of becomes uh, on the coach and the offensive system to figure out how you get to the promised land. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, a lot of these teams that have won Super Bowls and teams that have been overtly successful have been primarily because their quarterbacks have been good, right? I mean, it's the number one position in sports you need is a quarterback. Quarterback, pitcher. Yeah, pitchers. I mean, you need you need a couple pitchers, but, I mean, without a quarterback, you can't do anything. Nah, you, could, you could live without a point guard. How? I mean, whatever. LeBron's teams haven't had point guards. I mean, Kyrie that couple of years, right? I mean, Dwayne Wade was a shooting guard. You know, he won. Two- he was a shooting guard who was a point guard. Maybe. I mean, their point guard at the time was Mario Chalmers. So. The NBA is also not like it was when Isaiah Thomas was a point guard, a true point guard. Like everybody brings the ball up the court now. It doesn't even matter who yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's true. Um. All right. Anyway, we, we've uh, just cranked out 10, 10 minutes talking about uh, Baker Mayfield and uh, about two minutes about Justin Herbert. So uh, let's get into it here, and we will go through and hit up the updates from last week. First down. First down. Okay, so here's how it went. We put our money on the table, laid it on the table, and... It was no in the game on Monday night, and that cost me my parlay. Down she went. My parlay. My teaser. Again. Jeez. Rich. Stop stammering. Uh, And that was it for me. So I lost my lone bet. Leaves me with nothing really left in the bank. About uh, 200 bucks, not even, uh, left in my kitty. So for you, sir, you had the Chargers screw up everything like we were talking about. Your parlay was the Chargers, Cincy, and Titans. You had them all. That was a money line parlay. You had them all minus the Chargers. You had the Chargers, Cincy, T- Tennessee, and then you threw the Packers and you put that in a teaser. You had all of them with that, with the exception of the Chargers. They screwed you there. And then you also lost your Browns bet. So uh, you lost about 250 and that brings you to just over 3000 on the year, if I'm not mistaken, correct? A little under three. 29.85. 29.85. So close enough in my in if you ask me. So uh, as for our super picks, we were both three and two last week, and in our picks across the board, had, did, were you keeping track? Do you know how you did? And all three of your picks. In, oh, in all the picks? All your meant picks. The, the no. overall of the... Uh, probably 11... 
I think 11 and Three? You give yourself a lot of credit, and you were close. You were ten and four, so and four. you went ten and four last week. I went six and eight, which was pretty terrible, and that was good for. Let's see, where are we at in the overall? Uh, overall, you are forty six and forty five, and I am thirty nine and fifty two. Pretty terrible. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm hitting forty three. on the year. You're at 50%. And as we uh, pit ourselves against the uh, money sharps and tickets uh, so far right now, Chris, you are almost in lead. The money is still leading out this year. They are 45 and 42, good for about 52% in the lead. I am dead last. I am behind the money, Chris, the sharps, and the tickets. I am just in the toilet. I don't know how else to how else to say it. Uh, as for the super picks, like we said, we were three and two on each for last week. That puts you at eighteen and thirteen. So you're at almost sixty percent on the year, and I'm ten and twenty. I'm terrible. Over and unders, we were both zero oh and two. So I'm four and eight on my over unders. You're five and seven on your over unders. And that's oh our survivor knockouts. Uh, <laughs> I whiffed. I took the Broncos and the Raiders. Uh, uh, both as a survivor and knockout, and they both were wrong. So that got me the L's, and you got Cincinnati and the Patriots. So uh, as for the little stats for the week, the favorites were 8-6. and six. The Dogs won four of those six games outright. Those were the Jags, Cards, Raiders, and Titans. Over-unders were split at seven each. Uh, the teases were where it was at. The favorites were 10-4. and four. The Dogs were 9-5. and five. Over and unders were ten and four each, and the Bucks Eagles game and the Steelers Seahawks game. If you bet that one, you cashed in. There was every tease hit. So teams with a halftime lead nine and five. Again, second week in a row that you had some action after halftime. I will uh, give you three picks to get two, Chris. Kansas City was definitely one. Kansas City was one. Yes, it was. The Washington football team had the halftime lead. Kansas City came back and won that game. Cowboys. The Cowboys were playing the Pats. And yes, correct. You got that one as well. Yes, the Patriots were up at halftime and ended up losing. The other teams that lost their halftime lead were the Dolphins, Panthers, and the Bills. So, And if you want to follow how the movement over the week went, uh, the... It went well for the tickets and the money. Tickets went from five and nine for the week up to seven and seven. And then the money, big money, got one game as well. They were seven and seven. That went to eight and six. So, again, uh, late money movement during the week uh, notched a couple of victories for those that went that way, including the general public. General public actually had a big move. You know, they went from five and nine all the way up to seven and, uh, seven and seven. So, they got two games there. So, uh, and that leaves you want to. Take a stab at who is undefeated against the spread. There is one team atop the against the spread rankings, and they are six and zero. Oh. Six and zero. Oh. Yes, I will put you on the board. Uh, the Packers. The Packers. No, I am sorry. It is the Dallas Cowboys, sir. 
The Dallas Cowboys are six oh, and I oh against the spread. Uh, although oh. you are not far off, the Arizona Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers are five and one against the spread. And uh, at the bottom, the San Francisco 49ers, the New York Jets are both one and four, and the Washington football team is one and five. So pretty uh, pretty bad. Dallas is the team to bet on everywhere because not yeah. only are they six and0 against the spread, they are five and one uh, overs to unders. So they hit their overs 83 uh, percent of the time. Other they got real lucky against the Pats to yeah, cover they, that spread. I mean, whatever. It, it is what it is, right? Everybody talks about Trayvon Diggs, but you know, PFF made the big big deal. They were on NFL Network for something, and I forget that one guy. I listened to his podcast. I don't know his name, but anyway, he made the point to say that you know Diggs, even though he's a fantastic corner in regards, he gets the big plays and he's been getting all these interceptions and pick sixes. They only have him ranked at like eleven. Because he's not great in coverage. And you saw it in that game. He made the pick, got the touchdown, and then got toasted on the following play by Kendrick Yeah, I, I just he's a ball hawk. He just he just wants to get the interception. That's what makes him who he is. Right. Literally. And I mean that that was such an entertaining game. That was a great well, way to end the four o'clock games. Yeah, it was. It was a really good game. You know what's funny about that is that if he doesn't get those interceptions, let's say he only has one or two on the year, he's probably getting benched, right? He, if, you, if you screw up that bad in coverage, like... Yeah, I, I mean, maybe. <clears throat> I, I don't know about all of his games. I haven't watched the Cowboys uh, all, all six weeks. However, for sure. I, well, right. I mean, if he gets toasted like that without getting the interceptions, it kind of takes away the, uh, you know, the uh, whatever. The uh, gleam of the something. I don't know. There's some kind of cliche uh, that I'm trying to think of, and me being a cliche monster, I just can't come up with it right now. So, uh, whatever. But, yes, uh, Diggs got smoked, which kept that game alive. But then, you know, CeeDee Lamb, it was good, man. Good for seven as he went deep and got that huge bomb. So, and now Dallas is one of the teams, if I'm not mistaken, on a bye this week, no? Yes. Yes. There are actually six teams on a bye. So here's how the week lines up before we jump into the big games for the week. The Bills, Cowboys, Vikings, Steelers, Chargers, and Jaguars all on buys. Six teams on buys, so we've got 13 games for the week. Five games have point spreads over seven points. Three of those games are actually in double digits. And then we have four home dogs. So that's what we're looking at going into week seven. Where do you want to go to start these games out, sir? Uh, How about the Tennessee game? The Tennessee game. Yeah, sure, we could do that. So let's fire it up. Second down. And we will fly out to Tennessee to Nissan Stadium where the Titans coming off of that huge Monday night victory versus the Buffalo Bills will get another big game here versus the other AFC team that is heralded, and that being the Kansas City Chiefs all bite them 
battling some defensive woes and a record that is not uh, used up to their standards. The Chiefs are going to be a road favorite here. They are favorites by 5.5 points. The over-under is 57.5. Right now, the ticket's slightly on the Chiefs at 54%. The money, though, is going to side with the Titans. Uh, Almost 60% of the money is in on the Titans there. So Sharps have not taken a side as of yet. Tampa, uh, Kansas City has the second-ranked offense. The Tennessee Titans have the 14th. And defense, they're both uh, not great. So Tennessee is 28th, and Kansas City is 31st in defense. So this is, you know, offensive showdown. Probably why the over-under is 57.5 points. So what are you thinking? The Titans coming off the short week. Do they have a prayer here at 1 o'clock? Yeah, I, I think they're just going to try and run, 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 control the clock. And Kansas City's defense, they're still right. They still got to be right dead last. I mean, they're they are horrible. They are next to dead last. Do you want to take a stab at who is dead last? The Raiders. No, the Raiders are all the way up at 15. No, not even close. Garbage. No, that, the was, Jackson- just, that, was, just a, that was just a knock on that. <laughs> well, I mean, why would you knock on them? They just won a game. They just won a game versus the Broncos, who were supposed to be a good team three weeks ago, and all of a sudden are, what, 3-3, three and three, right? Yeah, so, the, no, the, the Raiders J- smashed them in the mouth. Yeah, they did. I didn't, I didn't. That's the one game I have, one of the games I have not rewatched as of yet. But, no, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are dead last. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're really bad. So, but Kansas City is next to last. So, I mean, there are a, a bunch of teams who are good that do not have good defenses. I mean, if you want to look down, you have Green Bay, Tennessee, Kansas City, Denver, if you want to can still consider them a good team. Those teams all have defenses that are below 20 in the league. So, they're the bottom tier defenses. But those teams all have decent records. So I don't know if you could say the same for offenses, right? Like Cincinnati, I, you know, you want to say they're a good team because they got a good record. They're 19. Las Vegas is 22, and then everybody else, Carolina is 25, and then all the rest of those teams are crap. So I mean, again, defense not so important in modern day football. Although you need it when the going gets tough. So I mean, is there going to be any defense to be had in this game? No. Titans. None with none. They're, they're really bad, too. Titans are terrible. And they lost their rookie cornerback, right? The starter? What was the yeah. kid's name? Farrell? Farley. Farley. Yeah. Farley? Um, I, I don't know. I, I really liked the way Tennessee looked the other night. They played really, really well. They they really had Buffalo's number. Um, I don't know. This is such a tough game. I... I I have Tennessee across the board in my picks, my teases, my you know my 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 money lines. I I think they're going to win. They're at home. They they looked much better than they did against the the Jets. I mean that they just it seems like they turned something around. Here's my question. Okay, so I, I'm with you because I was going to go with the Titans originally, and I. I thought, oh, this is for sure the pro play, right? This is this is what the Sharps do. The Sharps are going to see the Chiefs. They're going to see the Chiefs in the five and a half. The Chiefs are a, a public play. You know, the 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 schmoes like 
the Chiefs. And so you're going to go with the Titans here and go against the, the, the current, right? So I was going to pick them originally, but then I thought, you know what, look, they, their defense is, is not good, nor is the Chiefs. And now they just lost a, another piece in their defensive backfield. So if the Chiefs are going to put things together, right, and try to build a, upon last week's win, where they had to actually come up from behind, like we said, they were down at halftime. I mean, you're down at halftime to the football team. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think that this might be a game. Now, here's a spot where I pick the Chiefs, and they're going to go against me here. You know, five and a half is not that many points if you score a lot of points, right? No. It's under it's a touchdown. Right? Titans I, have a I short just, week. I, we never, like, I thought we agreed. You just, we just stopped picking the Chiefs. Just I know, don't but pick the Chiefs. I, I agree. However, you know, the Titans, on top of losing uh, Farley, they are also going to lose Lewin, right? He got carted off. Yeah. That, so, that was really sad. So he he's going to be done. Although, you know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was banged up in the beginning of the year and then he came back. So, and the other thing about injuries is that what you seem, what you are learning as the season goes along is that I guess injuries really aren't that big of a deal, right? Because yeah. if you if you look at the injuries for some of these teams, it doesn't really have an impact at all. No, not really, right? They just go to the next man up, and it's kind of. The, the results are more or less what you thought. I don't know the last time that you really saw a game where you said, oh, they lost so-and-so, and as a result, the team got blown out, right? Or right. things just didn't go their way. Right. Maybe intra-game, right? Intra-game, you lose Tua. That that killed the Dolphins at one time. Uh, the, the Giants lost a whole slew of people two weeks ago against the Cowboys. That, you know... That, that screwed them up. But if you have a week of practice and you're short a guy or two from the week before, I don't know if it really has that big of an impact. The Baltimore Ravens, I'm watching NFL Live right now. The Ravens have had a ton of injuries. so They've overcome a lot, and they've gotten lucky, and they've, I mean, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. I, I, I don't know if they're as good as everyone thinks. There's a Ravens. I work with a Ravens fan, and he uh, he was pointing out to me that I was like, dude, they they were an overtime loss away from being undefeated, and he was like, yeah, but remember, they got a 65 yard field goal to beat Detroit. They had a Kansas City fumble that helped them get that win. He was like, they could have easily been, you know. Three and three and three, or, or two and four, too. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. But man, did they make a statement the past two weeks with coming back on yeah, Indianapolis, huge the the Monday night Colts game, and then the game versus the Chargers. Right. We're a solid team, right? So I don't know. Uh, I think Tennessee is pretty good, and I think Kansas. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Like I, I wish this was the uh, Sunday night game. If the Chiefs were better against the spread, would you pick them? Yes. It's just the fact that they suck against the spread continually. Yep. And where are they? Where are they this year? I had those. Uh, I had the against the spread. Uh, Two and four, three and three. I'm, I'm sure that's what they are. Here we go. Uh, they are this year against the spread. Two and four. 
two and four. Uh, over unders. Uh, let's see, where are they? They're going to be high there. Four and two. So Kansas City hit sixty six percent of their overs, but are two and four against the spread. That fifty seven and a half points. You think that's high? Because it's I do, cr- and I made it my one of my two over under bets. I'm going under on this game. It's incredibly high. It is. I mean, they, they really think no defense is going to be played in this one. At all. So, But anyway, I, uh, I made that uh, one of my unders for the week, one of the two over-under games. And so you're going to go with the Titans here? Yeah, I love the Titans. I think that they're going to... Uh, I actually think not only are they going to like win this game, I think they're going to hold the lead like most of the game. I, I think that with De- Derrick Henry, by the way, is just so... I, and I almost called you the other day because he could he could be the best. I mean, you're older than me, so he could be like the best running back I've seen in my generation. Like he, that's how good he actually is. Well, I mean, one thing's for sure is that Derrick Henry. That boy is good. He is very good. Uh, I I don't know generational talent. I I've seen a lot of running backs. I I don't know what it is about him. I I think he's great. And I love him from fantasy, and you watch him play, and you say, God damn, this guy, you just keep feeding the ball. It's just kind of funny because the way he takes over games isn't really appealing to the eye, if that makes sense. Like, he doesn't, you you don't watch him and you're like, oh, wow, like a Barry Sanders where he does a whole bunch of spin moves. Or uh, a Walter Payton who does things, you know, out of the backfield, uh, you know, on top of running between the tackles. Um, You know, he was more kind of like an everyman guy, like a Curtis Martin. But he just, I mean, he just never stops. He never stops. He's so good. He's so good. And then that's the thing that's so impressive about him is that you're just waiting for him to tire, and he really doesn't. He is a throwback to the, they'll just keep running him until you start breaking down, and then he doesn't. So it'll be interesting to see over the length of his career how long he can keep that going. Because historically, right, anybody who gets touches at the frequency that he does ultimately breaks down. I mean, that that has been the knock against players of his caliber is that they ultimately break down. They, they're good and good, and then all of a sudden something breaks on them, and that's it. I mean, all those big backs. Akoya broke down. Natron Means. I, he wasn't a bigger back. Natron Barry. Means business. Natron, yeah, I mean, but he was, a, he was a little, you know, running ball type back. Uh, you know, uh, Larry Johnson, uh, Barry Word. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to think of, of big backs over the years. You know, Allstott lasted a little while, but I, he uh, didn't have the impact such as uh, Henry did, but um, historically those backs, they all break down, but Henry has not. So anyway, uh, way off track here. So you're going to go with the Titans and thinking that they might be able to get a lead and hold it and ride out to the end. I'm going with the Chiefs uh, just because I, I I don't know. I, I, I like the offense against this Titans defense. Uh, they're their defense does suck, so I'm going to get screwed here. So my gut tells me to go with the Titans with you, but I'm not. I'm going against the Chiefs. And so then that will bring us to our next game. Where do you want to go for the second game? There are not a lot of good games this week. This no. I, the, the Baltimore game is interesting. Uh, Ravens-Bengals? Yeah, all right. Uh, we'll do another one o'clocker. So we'll... 
fly over to the Baltimore Ravens Stadium there in uh, M- what M&T, right? M&T Bank Stadium. And they are taking on the Bengals. The Ravens are currently favored at home by six and a half. So the Bengals not getting love. Almost a touchdown favorite here. The tickets are in on the Ravens, as are the money. Tickets heavier of the two. 68% of the tickets, 64% of the money. Again, this is Wednesday. And the over-under is 47 points. Uh, before I forget, the Sharps did take a side in this one, and they are going to come in on the Bengals. So this is the typical, oh, yeah, the Bengals uh, aren't getting love. The Ravens are getting too much love at home. We're going against the tickets and the, and the pros, and we're going to take the Bengals here. So that's a pretty obvious sharp pick. But I don't know for me. I, you know, I like the Bengals. Isn't it funny how... You know, Chase was terrible seven weeks ago, and he was dropping the ball everywhere, and he was he, he was a terrible draft pick. And now nobody can stop talking about him and how great he is. I mean, doesn't he remind you of just like a Deshaun Jackson? Um, maybe, maybe. I mean, he is a flyer. I mean, Deshaun Jackson was completely different because he really, really took off. Chase, uh, you know, not so much. I'm not I'm not quite so sure he's in a Deshaun Jackson mold. I, I give him a little bit more credit. I just think it's funny that, you know, the, the media flip-flops so fast between, you know, a, a draft pick being terrible or somebody flaming out, and then all of a sudden, no, he's pretty good, you know, he... 500-something yards through uh, five games. He's all right. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. How about you don't take anything in preseason and put any stock in it at all because it never works out. I mean, preseason is, is one of the biggest jokes that there is in football. So, But anyway, so the Bengals here, I like them. It's just, I, you know, the Ra- Ravens are humming right now, man. I mean, they've got things coming together. They've got, you know. You know, what, what kind of uh, cliche can I throw in? They're they're firing on all cylinders. They are. They are. They are. They're on a three game homestand too, which is which is huge. You know, you, you thinking about it from an NFL player perspective, like they, you know, they they're coming off two wins at home, another one which is like to end this stretch, and it's a division rivalry. You know. I, I think they're going to crush. I, and I like, I'm with you. I like Cincinnati. I just, I think they're going to crush them. Yeah, the Cincinnati defense is the shocker of these two teams because they are currently ranked fifth DVOA uh, in 2021. And meanwhile, you would have thought that it would be Baltimore who was ranked high up there on defense because historically that's their jam. But they are not. They're actually 14. So Cincinnati is by far the better defense as of right now uh, compared to Baltimore. On the offensive side of the, of the ball, then you're looking at Cincinnati at 19 and you're looking at Baltimore all the way up there at 9. So it flips on the other side. So Cincinnati's offense, even though it's getting all of the notoriety and all of the all the highlights, uh, not nearly as good and efficient as Baltimore. So, and I, you know, again, it, it comes down to, do you like the team with the better offense or the team with the better defense? <sighs> better offense. It's better offense, right? I mean, that's it. That That's yeah. the way it's going. I, I mean. Because what seems to crack first in most of those scenarios? Like the defense is more apt to crack than. 
there you go. That's it right there. The the money statement of the day is that it's the defenses that always crack. We we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, right? Who has like the the lockdown defense if there was one? And I think we said Tampa Tampa, Tampa Bay. Well, no, I think we said at the time Cleveland and what the Rams. I think those were the two that we mentioned. I I don't remember. I I know Tampa Bay has the best run defense in the league. I, oh yeah, no, yeah, no. But we had said that their their secondary was pretty shoddy. So, shot, right. yeah, shot. But we were talking about defenses that were kind of locked down. And I think you said the Rams, and I had said the the Browns. And obviously, I, I mean, look what happened in the Browns defense. I mean, it fell apart in two weeks. The Rams actually yeah, the, are still and up the there. Rams are good, but the Rams looked horrible against New York in the first half. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the The Giants, <laughs> the Giants are so bad. I, I don't think. I mean, they probably were just pacing themselves. That's what I, I'll, I'll say. They're pacing themselves because God, they just throttled them after a while. It was just. I mean, it was twenty one three in a snap. Uh, it was three nothing, and then. It could have been ten nothing. It could have been fourteen nothing to be to be fair, but they but, just uh, right. But from that point, that it was three nothing, even though it could have been the other way, they did make it twenty one three just like that. Instantly, yeah, instant. It was so, it was so quick. And I, I mean, part of that is the Rams. The other part of that is the Giants. They're just fucking terrible. But hey, we're we're got off track here. Cincinnati Baltimore. I'm I'm taking Baltimore. I'm taking the better offense. I'm taking the home team. And, you know, uh, I'm just Lamar Jackson, again, he's not the quarterback for me. I'd rather have Joe Burrow. But at the way that they're playing right now, I think it's going to be tough for the Bengals to stick in this game unless, you know, that Ravens offense falls apart. It's just not going to happen. It's it, they're they're not going to they're not going to fall apart. Joe, Joe Burrow's good. Every time Joe Burrow gets hit, now everybody holds their breath. <laughs> yeah, that's Every- another part. I is that I wonder if Baltimore's defense is going to go on a little bit of a streak here because they've kind of been putting things together a little bit on that side of the ball. I know. I and by the way, just I don't know if you looked, but I I picked them up with our Matrix team. Uh, no, I, I did not. Well, I thought that the the waivers run tonight. In they ran game. last last night. Oh, they run last night. Okay, I thought they yeah. were a day off from all the other ones. I did see that yeah. you picked up all of my scrap heaps uh, in the other leagues. Corey Willis, who you had no clue who the hell he was, you picked him up in both leagues. Um, and then yeah. you also picked up Stevenson when I have Damian Harris. So, I mean. yeah. Well, I drafted Stevenson, to be fair. Uh, okay, whatever. But I, I mean, you know, what good is he to you? But I saw all your running backs are hurt. So, uh, but are you talking about loss in the fog? Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, everybody and your brothers hurt there, but a little douchey entire... on the other ones. I mean, I'm glad I'm giving you all the tips on the people to pick up. Yeah, I mean, hey, Willis, I had to drop because he was hurt, and then I, you know, all of a sudden he he gets back to health, and then you know you snag you could have had him. La- you could have picked him up last week. Uh, yeah, but he, he was coming off the injury and he had a bad week. You know, that was the question. You the the, the point being you went through waivers to get him. I wasn't gonna yeah. I wasn't gonna put yeah. a waiver request yeah. in for a safety. He had seventeen points last week. He had a ton. He had a ton. Uh he had a lot. But anyway, all right, so you're taking the Ravens here too? Yeah. 
right, so you're taking the Ravens here. And those will be the two games. The rest of these games are pretty much shit. Not good at all. But regardless, we will pick them. So let's knock it out. Third down. And we will start with the Thursday night game. Thursday night football. And it will feature the Browns or whatever the hell's left of them hosting the Broncos. Browns somehow favored in this game by two points. Over under 41 and a half. Sharp's going to take the Broncos here. The tickets and the money all over the Broncos. So this ends up being a trifecta game. Sharps, tickets, and money all on the Broncos. Uh, I don't know. The, the Browns are going to be out Baker Mayfield. So it's going to be, what, Case Keenum, if I'm not mistaken, under under center for them. They're going to be out Kareem Hunt. They're going to be out uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, Odell Beckham is a possible play. Uh, he is officially listed as questionable. So I don't know. What do you do with this team? Uh, what, it's what, horrible. This is a horrible game. Yeah, I, it, this is an auto pick from the Broncos, although Teddy Bridgewater was banged up as well, so they weren't quite sure if he was going to play. How are the Browns laying points in this game? I don't know. I I, I mean, uh, I, I, I pulled these... I pulled the line recently, so they were getting points, which is why I took uh, the Broncos. I, I mean, that's what I, I know, but how? Like what? Where? <laughs> what? What am I missing? I didn't expect that at all. No, my brother didn't either. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it's the fact that the Broncos didn't look good. Maybe they're thinking that, like we said, the Browns lose their quarterback. Case Keenum goes in there, and is he that far of a drop off? But I think the other. Th- other injuries are the bigger factors. I mean, they're going to have no running backs now. I don't know. I can't piece it together myself, which is why I took the Broncos. Yeah, I have no I have no idea, nor do I care. I'm taking the Broncos. All right, so that will take us into our 1 o'clock games. We already talked about the Chiefs and the Titans, so the first game we will talk about here will be the Patriots hosting the Jets up there at Foxborough. The Patriots are seven-point favorites against their N- uh, AFC East rival, and the over-under is 42-and-a-half. Right now, tickets and money all over the Patriots both in the 90s. The Sharps thereby come in on the Jets. Not for me. This is another Belichick owns rookie quarterbacks. Seven is a little heavy for the Patriots who don't score points. And, uh, you know, as of last week, they couldn't stop people from scoring points either. But I'm going to take them anyway. Yes, I would agree that they do not score points. Oh. Except except against the defense that was supposed to be up and coming as one of the best in the league. <laughs> right. We so, talk about defenses that break down. There's that vaunted uh, Cowboys defense that went right in the right in the tank. Right. Like, what the hell was that? But whatever. Um, so yeah. So I, I'm I'm with you. I, Belichick at home against a rookie a rookie uh, quarterback from New York. I. Seven's heavy, like you just said. I, I agree. I, I would like if it was six and a half. Would we even question this? Probably not. Yeah, right? I don't but, know. I, but, I mean, it was five. I wouldn't question it. You know, six and a half is kind of the same as seven with me. But yeah, 
<clears throat> no, I'm with you. I think that they'll be fine. They're going to run, 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 run. All right, so the next game will feature another New York team, this one being the Giants. They're going to be home again this week versus the Panthers. They're going to be home dog here. So we've actually covered two home dogs, the Titans being one. The Giants are the second home dog. The Panthers currently favored by three points. The over-under in this game is 43 points. Right now, the tickets on the Panthers in the 70s there. The money is split on both teams. The Sharps are coming in on the Giants. So I and I, I wanted to pick the Panthers so bad, but I ended up taking the Giants because this is that classic Giants bounce back spot, and I really think Sam Darnold is duty. <laughs> that guy sucks. So I can't go with him here on the road. On the road or back in his stadium where he played for two years, three years. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean. Yeah, sure. I get. I get what you're saying. What, what's on the road for him? No, it's it, it's where he was for a whole bunch of years. Yeah. What, yeah. Whatever. I I know. I just. I'm sorry. I, I love the Giants. I root for the Giants. I just. I, I don't think they're going to beat the Panthers. I, oh, I, so you're taking the Panthers here? You always take the Giants. I know. I know, but I'm tired of losing that game. Like I'm tired of of that being the loss in my loss column. Wow. Okay. So you're going with the Panthers here. I I I am. I I just don't think the Giant the Giants don't have Kadarius Tony. They don't have Darius Slayton. They don't have Kenny Galladay. They don't have Saquon Barkley. They have Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, the Panthers on paper are the way better team. I I've just seen this play out too many times to know that this is the game that the Giants somehow pull out. Right? I I don't know how they do it, but they'll do it. And, you know, they'll probably go on like a two for three streak. And, you know, before you know it, everybody's going to be talking about keeping Joe Judge. And that's going to ruin my uh, 2022 Giants. He's not a he's not a good coach. Oh, guy fucking sucks. He's terrible. Enough. Enough. With, enough with stupid, uh, you know, Joe Judge and all of I You know, I'm a cliche monster. That guy is the biggest cliche monster on the planet. Everything that comes out of his mouth is nothing but coach speak. It's, a guy is just a bum. Just a bum. Go back to coaching special teams, dude. Enough is enough already. Uh, so yeah. you're taking the Panthers. I'm taking the Giants. After I just shit on Judge, I'm taking his team. Go ahead. Go figure. So the next game will be the Falcons and the Dolphins. So the Dolphins, they don't even get a break. So the Jaguars, they, they get a break coming back from London. The Dolphins have to go home and then suit up, practice, and play again. So, league giving the Dolphins no love, nor is their record. They're so bad this year. But anyway, they're going to be hosting the Falcons here. They are going to be home dog. So, yes, here is the third home dog that we talked about. The Falcons are going to be favored by two and a half in this one. The over-under is 47 and a half. The tickets are just slightly on the Falcons. The money is heavy on the Falcons. Sharps have not taken an ankle. Angle. Uh, I am going to take the Dolphins here. This, like the Giants, is the typical bounce back spot. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> so you are on the Falcons. The Atlanta taking coming off of a bye against a team that just had to fly back from London. Like no. Yeah. Well, look, it's two and a half points. Atlanta is going to have. All of their weapons back because Ridley's back. Like they're this is going to be a shootout for sure. 
It's probably it's going to be a hundred points scored. To me, this is the Dolphins' season in the regard that if you lose this game at home, then you might just pack it up, and then you know Brian Flores is going to be on the hot seat immediately. Two is going to be. I mean, even though Tua had an okay game last week, he didn't look terrible. I still don't like him. His throwing motion. I you know I would rather have other quarterbacks, but he was not bad last week. But if they lose this game, then that's it for their season, and then it's just going to be more, you know, more of the same old Dolphins garbage. What do we do? Where do we go from here? Is Flores the guy? Are we going to fire him? I mean, it could just spiral out of control, going, you know, heading on down. You want me to read you a little news clip that just came through? Uh sure. Why not? All right, news. Top news. Uh, uh, to a to a. Tunga, Tunga Viola. Tunga Viola. Tunga Viola no longer appears to be listed on the depth chart on the Dolphins' official website. Yeah, what does that matter? Apparently, he's going to get traded to the Texans. Oh, are they going there right now? Are they doing the I whole... Get, I guess so. I mean, you know, Jesus H. Okay. All right. All right, uh, sure. So Tua is not going to... They're not going to pull off that trade right now. That's for sure. they got to play this game in, in three days. So yeah. that that's not happening. Uh, I, I mean, report Dolphins deal for Deshaun Watson could happen this week. So let's see. Texans have kept Deshaun Watson. Bah, bah, bah. Pro football talk, I'm getting this. Texans could have a deal with the Dolphins completed this week. Uh, the trade deadline is November 2nd. Uh, has not worked out as hope. Ba, ba, ba. All right, I don't know. I mean, Rega- regarding the Twitter trade rumors, Washington is not in discussions with Miami or Houston regarding a quarterback trade. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I can't do. I can't do with this right now. It doesn't. I, I mean, I'm picking the. I'm picking the Dolphins. I guess they would just trade them and they would go with Jacoby Brissett. But isn't Brissett banged up? Well, he came in there and he pl- and he threw that pass last week. So I guess they would just go with Brissett. They would trade him this week and go with Brissett. You don't think they played Deshaun Watson immediately? No. No way. No way. He's got to learn the playbook, all the rest of it. No way they're throwing him right in there. They'll go with Brissett. They'll just they'll they'll go with Brissett. They, Brissett's played all season. So they'll go with Brissett, and uh, they'll just knock it up that way. But with Brissett or Tua, I'm still going the Dolphins. It, it's not the quarterback in this. It, it's, it's everything else. Yeah. All right. You're taking the Falcons? Yeah. Okay. So that brings us to our final 1 o'clock game. And this is going to feature the Green Bay Packers hosting the Washington football team. God, that Washington football team, they were supposed to be so much better. Everybody had high hopes for them, and they have stunk. So the Packers are 8.5-point favorites right now. The over-under is 49. The tickets are slightly on the Packers. The money is all over the football team, and the Sharps also are on the football team. So who are you going to take in this one? You're going to do uh, the pack at home or are you going to throw the dice here with Tyler Haneke, Heineke? Stop it. This is Packers at home. I Who cares about that? This is a garbage game. Eight and a this half is points. A, it's a lot of points. This, it's a gimme. This Washington is a gimme. football team has, has players that could develop. Yeah, and they also have their number one running back has a shin fracture. Yeah, well, they said that he he was going to have to deal with that all year unless it went south, and it sounds like it's going that way. Yeah. So, 
Um, I took the Packers too. So you're on the Packers. Yeah, this is, I'm on the Packers. Okay. Wait till you see their uniforms. They they're awesome. Which ones? The ones they're wearing this week. Uh, I haven't seen them. What are they doing? What, are are they doing the typical yellow helmet throwbacks? No, they're green. They're like this lime green. They're really cool. Yeah. Well, audible medium. So we're not going to talk about what what a uh, <laughs> what jerseys look like on a podcast, but. The 4 o'clock games we will talk about, and the Raiders are the first one. Your Raiders, they come back. They have a big game last week versus the Broncos, one of those games that you're kind of like, ah, man, maybe I should have taken the Raiders, but I didn't. I took the Broncos. Um, Raiders here hosting the Eagles, favored by three, over under 49 points. Tickets heavy on the Raiders, almost 70%, and the money slightly on the Eagles. So, Mr. Raiders fan, who are you going to take? Not the Raiders. You're gonna go with the Eagles in this spot, huh? <laughs> I am. Yeah, Man. I'm kind of. I'm, kinda, I'm, I'm kinda taking the Raiders. Wow. Yeah, I I, I. I like Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is underrated, man. What does Philadelphia do? I just like their players. I just, I just think that they are. I just. I think mean, that players are one thing, but how do they play? I just think that Hertz is really good. He's like a wild card. He is just—he's a pure wild card. They ran into a buzzsaw with the Cowboys, and then they came back a week later, and and then they beat where they beat Carolina. Yeah, they 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 had that. Well, they beat Carolina because Sam Darnold sucks. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. You know, and then last week, who they play last week? The, uh, the Eagles. Uh, I don't even know what the hell they did. Were they on? Bu- no. Oh, that's right. They had, they played the Buccaneers, right? And they yeah. lost versus the Buccaneers. And yeah. that game wasn't even close. The fact that <laughs> that game was so nuts, how they backdoor covered that spread. I can't I, even begin. I, I mean, that was so screwy. So, so many people talked about that over and over and over. Well, them going for two for one and then not being able to stop Tampa Bay and and force them into a field goal on the back end. I mean, you do that ten times and you're never going to be able to get that. You know, to get the two-point conversion and then for your defense to suck so bad while Tampa Bay is just trying to run the clock out that you can't even stop them for a field goal. Jeez. 28 to 22, favored by seven, and you win by six. What a way to backdoor cover. Unbelievable. So, anyway, but the Eagles don't do anything good. They, I, I don't know what they do good. They have, like, Jalen Hurts, yes, wild card, has potential. Devontae Smith has potential. Miles Sanders has potential. I mean, it's potential across the board. Yeah, it's a lot of potential. It, your, your head coach is still Nick, uh, what the hell is his name? <laughs> Nick, who gives a fuck? Yeah, uh, it's Nick uh, uh, Sirianni. Sirianni. Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, th- that's another guy. Sirianni, just like Joe Judge, is like, wow. We have really got off the rails here with the coaching hires because these guys are awful. You know, and I, I don't necessarily think that Eric Bieniemy might is head coaching material, but God, you probably should have given him a, a nod versus Joe Judge and Nick Sirianni. Oh, Jesus. At least the guys well, are doing it calling offenses. I don't know. I, I'm i not going to buy back into the Raiders, man. They got smoked two weeks. They, you know, I 
They lost to the Bears, and then they go to Denver, and they beat the Broncos. What? Yeah, I got you. All right, so you're going to take the Eagles. I'm taking the Raiders. The next 4 o'clock game will feature the Rams hosting the Lions. The Rams are huge favorites, 15.5 points. The over-under is 50.5. The tickets and money are all over the Rams in both regards. The Sharps are in on the Lions. Go figure. Um, I did take the Lions here. I, You know... I don't know. It's t- <laughs> I shouldn't. I really shouldn't because, you know, the Rams know Jared Goff. So if Jared Goff is indeed under center there for the Lions, I mean, the Rams are going to know exactly how to pick that guy apart. So maybe the 15 isn't, isn't enough. But right now, I, you know, the Lions need a bounce-back game. They play hard for Campbell. They It didn't happen for him last week, but I think maybe they can keep it under – 15 points here. I, I feel like I'm wrong, but that's where I'm going. I am in agreement with you, 100%. I, this, is, this is all the makings of what you just call the backdoor cover. Like they, They're probably going to be down three touchdowns and score a touchdown with t- 30 seconds left in the game, you know? Yeah, I just... It, it's just the way that they play. Fifteen and a half point. We're getting these are college spreads here. Fifteen. The next three games are just ridiculous. Or they're wild. Yeah, they're wild spreads. Yeah. So wild. we're both in on the Lions on that one. And so the other game. Well, there's two more, but the next game we'll talk about that has a big spread. Bucks hosting the Bears. Twelve and a half point favorites in for Tampa Bay in this one. The over under is forty seven points. Uh, Tickets slightly in favor of the Bucks, the money slightly in favor of the Bears, and then the Sharps jumped in there on the Bears as of today. So I did not. I took the Bucks. I, I like the fact that the spread was under 14. So I took the big spread in this one because I'm not quite sure what the Bears do. I, I agree 100%. I, when I saw it was 12 and a half, I was like, oh, this is, this is good. They're going to, at home, they're going to they're gonna destroy the Bears. But, yeah, but I mean, Fields is kind of a nothing. I, I you know, th- that was supposed to make a move. Now, granted, he's I guess he's learning on the fly, but you know, some of these other quarterbacks that went in there, uh, you know, per se, uh, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson have stepped in and played well, but Fields still looks like he's got the training wheels on, and it's kind of like, yeah, hey, buddy, this on. is this is he's going to have to throw the ball more than twenty times. They're not going to run on this team. Not with a rookie running back and a rookie quarterback. Yeah, are <laughs> they going to get gonna... Damian Williams off of uh, COVID this week? I don't think so. It said, says no sign of him yet today yeah, in that practice. Sucks. That sucks. He must actually have it. He must have tested, and he must actually have it. He tested positive. No, I know, but he tested positive. But usually, because I, I'm not mistaken, he's vaccinated, so he was eligible to t- to take two tests within 48 hours, return them as uh, whatever, negative, and then get back on the field. Now it's a full, you know, it's almost a week now, and he's not there, which makes me feel like he, he must actually have COVID and he's feeling effects. Yeah, the, re- the report I read today was that he is not, he is probably going to miss this week's game too. Yeah, so, all right, so we're both in on the Bucks on that one. And then the 
third big spread of the 4 o'clock hour and of the week, actually, uh, is the Cardinals hosting the Texans. The Texans, who just got demolished. I mean, it was a bomberoo when they played the Colts last week. Well, the Cardinals are favored by 17.5 points here. The Sharps are on the Cardinals. The tickets are slightly on the Texans. And then the money's big on the Cardinals. Over-under is 47.5 points. I didn't know what to do with this game. I mean, 17.5 points for me is a lot of points. Yeah, I... I don't know. I, I actually looked down at my paper just now thinking I picked Arizona, but I actually wrote Houston. I, I picked Houston as well. I, I can't. I, it's a professional football team doing 17 and a half points. That's so much. I don't. They're really bad. They're really bad. I mean, they are. If there is a team, I, I, you know, I was trying to give them credit for weeks because I thought their defense was okay. But then all of a sudden, I, you know, and then their offense, they had that one game versus. I mean, they gave it up in the end, but they had the game versus the Patriots uh, where things were looking good and then it fell apart. And I gave more credit to New England in that game than knocked on a knock on the Texans. But then last week, I, you know, that game was just... Dude, they paid, they paid Zach Cunningham, the linebacker, like, I don't know, some crazy $100 million, some crazy... They made him, like, the highest outside linebacker. I mean, he gets tackles... Out. I mean, it doesn't get wins, but... But then he gets benched. Well, I mean... The, the new the new regime comes in and benches a $100 million guy. Well, that's... I mean, that's uh, Nick Casario, right? That's they, they grabbed him from New England. Yeah. You yeah. know? But, I mean, if you're going to give him money... I mean, you're going to give money to a tackler. It's just the new regime wasn't on board, right? And so... It's, it's crazy. It's crazy I mean, to it me. is what it is. You're paying a guy $20 million to sit on the bench. Well, I mean, they're paying him to sit on the bench because it's not their guy, right? Which yeah. is, yeah, that's, you know, you want to go all the way back to the Giants. That's going to be one of the Giants' biggest issues is that when they finally get rid of Gettleman, it, they, they have, they just gave a whole ton of money to people. And so you're going to bring in a new regime. Well, they, they can get rid of Galladay. Uh, I mean, but why would you want to, right? I mean, that's what you want. You want to give the quarterback, you know, a, a good weapons. Like, that's the idea. So, I mean, they got Galladay because they were going to let Shepard go. Now you're going to let Shepard stay and, Gall you know, I don't know. The point being is that once you bring in new regimes, everything gets really murky in regard to the cap because, you, you know, you got to figure out what these guys are doing, how to blow them out. It usually ends up being, a, a you know, a couple-year process, which the Texans just started this year, Cunningham being one of those victims. But um, I, I picked the Texans because I just thought 17.5 points was too much. Yeah, I'm with you. It's way too much. So we're way both on the Texans there. And so that brings us to Sunday Night Football. And this Sunday Night Football game will feature none other than the Indianapolis Colts, who we were just talking about as they shellacked the Texans last week. And they are going to be traveling to San Francisco, facing the 49ers coming off that bye Jimmy Garoppolo will be at the helm for the 49ers. 49ers four-point favorites right now. The tickets slightly on the 49ers. The money on the Colts a little bit more. 62% of the money on the Colts. 44 is the over-under. Sharps have not taken a side. Have you taken a side? 
Yeah, yeah. This I like Indy in this game. I I knew you would. I knew you were going to take Indy. I, I almost took Indy, and I took the 49ers, and I said, this is a Chris Eggie, you know, special right here with the Colts. <laughs> it is. It really is. I, I just don't Do you like have them part. in a money line parlay? That's what I thought I have, you might. No, I, I, I didn't like enough games this week to do a money line parlay, so I just did some teasers. Uh, I thought I thought for sure the Colts were gonna They were kind of one of them. Tennessee was one. Yes. Were- I thought Tennessee and the Colts well, I was gonna do a money line parlay and I was like, if Chris did it, what would he do? And I said, uh, I would definitely think the Titans and the Colts are the two yep. teams I immediately saw and I would say those are the yep. two. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely. I love those two. But I'm just too nervous, and I think it's a waste of money. I really do. Because it, though, the, Tennessee has a huge hurdle. Has a huge hurdle. But I think that they looked well enough the other day. The Colts, they're playing a team coming off of a bye. So I'm going to take the Colts. Okay. But, but the 49ers coming off a bye at home... They might, they might play pretty good. I mean, that, that's all the reason I thought. I, I just thought going cross country, 49ers coming off, uh, you know, two weeks to prepare for this game, uh, get people healthy, whoever had to get healthy. You know, I just, that's why I went with the 49ers. I mean, if you had them all at full health, the 49ers are the better team. So. Yes. Yep. Yeah, uh, right. All right, so then that means there's one last game, and that is the Monday night football game. Featuring the Saints of New Orleans coming off a bye and traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks losing that game, that close game to the Steelers last week by the field goal late. Uh, Right now, the money is in on the Saints. 68% of the money is in on New Orleans. Again, really early for a Monday night game. And the ticket's slightly in on the Saints as well. Uh, Sharps obviously haven't taken a pick this early out. 43.5 is the over-under on this one. Uh, I took the Seahawks. I I don't like the Saints. I can't get behind them quite yet, especially for a five-point road uh, favorite here. This is our, our final fourth home dog here being the Seahawks. And I, I can't can't tell me Saints are five points better right now, even with uh Geno Smith at, at sent you know under center for the Seahawks. Well the Saints are definitely getting back three defenders coming off IR. Well they they're being activated. I don't know if they're playing. But having Davenport, it's Davenport. And Alexander Kawan Alexander Right and, and I can't think of the third one. Uh, I don't. Are, are they getting their center back? The cent is it the center? It might be the center. The center's been out basically like all year. Yeah, and they've been juggling around that line constantly, trying to follow it because once he went out, they had to juggle everything around. But I think he might be coming back. I haven't looked. You know, again, it's a little early to look at a injury Monday report night. for a Monday night yeah, football. Monday night, right? So. I don't know. I, I like New Orleans. I, I went back and forth on this. I'm actually going to go. I'm going to pick New Orleans to cover the four and a half, but I think I'm going to throw Seattle uh, in one of my teasers, uh, jack that up a little bit, and throw it in, try to hit a happy medium. Okay. Well, we can get into your teasers now because that is the final game, my friends, and that means we are up to our gambling segment. Fourth down. Fourth down. All right. So we will start off, like I said. 
I am down to just about $200 here, and you have, what you said, just under 3000 So yeah. that's where our bankrolls are. I am up against the ropes. I'm going to end up having to repop. I know it. Uh, but why don't we start off with our super picks? You want to go first or you want me to go? I'll go. I, right. I, got, I like Tennessee. You like Tennessee Titans? Yep. I like New England. Pats. I like the Pats, too. I like Baltimore. Uh, Ravens. I l- oh, I don't have the Ravens. Uh, I like Green Bay. Packers. I have the Packers as well. And Tampa Bay. And the Buccaneers. Well, we have a couple the same because I went the opposite of you. So you took the Titans. I took the Chiefs. We both put the Patriots. We both took the Packers. And then I picked the Dolphins there at home for the bounce back spot. You took the Ravens. And then I took your Raiders. I took your Raiders uh, there at home. Uh, so And you took the Buccaneers. So we had a couple of teams the same there. So that brings us, let's do our over-unders this week. Who do you got? So I got uh, the Cincinnati-Baltimore game. Okay. Over, four, over 47. Cincy-Baltimore, you like it over or under? Over 47. Over the 47, gotcha. Yep. And the Pats-Jets game, I like that under 42 and a half. You like the under there, huh? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think the the New England's defense is defense isn't as good as I thought it was, but <clears throat> the Jets' offense is pretty horrific. Yeah, forty-two and a half just isn't a lot of points. I mean, it really isn't. Um, I mean, what what would what would get you to bet the under 40, 44, 45? Yeah, forty-five, maybe a little bit more. 24, 21. I mean, the Jets have have scored a little bit of points, and the Pats have too. I mean, not a ton. It's just forty-two and a half is really low. But how about how about like a twenty-four fourteen game? Can you see that happening? Uh, yeah, sure. So, and that's, that's under. Yeah, that's under. That's under. Yeah. I got you. All right, so you went Cincinnati, Baltimore over the 47, and the Pats, Jets under the 42. Uh, I took Kansas City, Tennessee, and I did under the 57.5 points here. I just can't see these two teams slinging it left and right. If if Tennessee is to win, it's going to be with... it's going to be with Derrick Henry. I know that they scored 30-something last week. I know Kansas City's defense is terrible. But, I don't know. I just don't see it playing out that way. Um, if anything, I, I, I think the game could maybe get a little out of hand if Kansas City gets up, forcing Tennessee to throw the ball. But, who knows? I just... 57.5 points is a ton of scoring for me. Uh, and so, I am going the other way. And then the other game I took was Green Bay versus... Versus the Washington football team. They've got them at 49 points. I took the under there. Because I think Taylor Heineke is terrible. That guy is shot. He's Garbaggio. And I don't know. To get 49 points. Get up to the 50. Green Bay is going to either have to mop up on Washington. Or Washington's going to have to contribute offensively in this. And I don't know if either of those actually play out like that. But So 49. I took the under there. So those are the over-unders. Next up is our Survivor knockout and I got smoked last week I lost both of them because I had the same game and it went the other way so I am going to take the Rams as my survivor playing the Lions I have not taken them yet and I'm going to take the Washington football team as my knockout pick yep I took the same exact knockout I got the Washington football team 
And my survivor, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. You're going with the Cardinals. Good deal. And that brings us to our bets. So why don't you take it home, kid? You got, you're the one that's making the money, not me. So don't listen to me. <laughs> listen to this guy. All right. So I broke it down. I did uh, two $100 teasers. I'm going to break them into 1 o'clock games and then the afternoon and night games. So I got from the 1 o'clock, $100 tees, four teams, Tennessee plus 11 and a half. Okay. New England, bring that down to one. Yeah, I, I'm all over New England. That's one of mine. Yep. Baltimore, bring that down to a half a point. Gotcha. I like and that Green, because then they just got to win. Yep. And Green Bay, bring that down to less than a field goal. Yep. I did Green Bay as well. So I'm with you on two of those. I mean, yep. I, you would think that the New England is going to be a teaser special as is Green Bay. Yes. People are going to yep. be all over those two. All over those two. Uh, so that's the first uh, teaser I did for the 1 o'clock games. For the afternoon and night games, I did Tampa Bay. Bring that down to a touchdown. Tampa Bay. Makes sense. Six and a half. Six and a half. I'm going to jack Detroit up to 21 and a half. So, that, so the Rams actually have to win by over three touchdowns. That's <laughs> funny because I did the opposite. I brought the Rams down so that I oh, could get I, the Rams. I, you, you could do that, yeah. That would work, too. Um, I just thought over three touchdowns, that's a lot. I mean, that's like college. Like That's what people do uh, I mean, college. for sure. For sure. It's probably the better way to play that is to jack it up and take the under. All right, and take the uh, opposite team. Yeah. So then I got uh, – I jacked up Indy to 10 against San Francisco. Oh, that's a little risky. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's the riskiest pick of them all. Yeah, because I, I, I think if that game goes I toward the – 49ers, they could maybe mop up on them. But, I mean, it has yes. got some offense. I, You know, I don't yes. know. So, you, you jacked them up to the 10. Yeah, I jacked them up to the 10. And then, I, and then Seattle at home on Monday Night Football. It's tough to bring that up to 11. Like, they got to lose by three scores. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, um, more than just a, a touchdown and a field goal. Like, they got to they lose by two touchdowns. Yeah, Seattle at home, 11 points. I, You know, again, I, I picked them. So, yeah, sure. I could see that for sure. 11 points. That's, you know, you're, you're talking a blowout or something that's not not close. And you do have big hitters there where even though the quarterback sucks in uh, Geno Smith, you still do have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett if he could throw the ball just downfield and they can get it. So Right. Uh, so, and so those, so those are my two teasers. And then... I did a hundred dollar win money line Tennessee. <laughs> okay, I knew you had to get a money line in there somehow. Yeah, yeah. So a hundred to win three hundred five. Okay. So there you go. That's uh, Chris's big spender for the week. He's got two teasers and then the Titans to win outright. Uh, I had not much left. I got 180, so I put it all down. So my teaser, I put 150 down, and I had a lot similar to you. I did the Patriots, bringing them to one. I did Green Bay, bringing them to two and a half. And then I did the Rams, which is opposite your Detroit pick, where I brought them to nine and a half, thinking that they could win by double digits. I don't probably Detroit losing by 21 or more is the better way to do that but I did it with the Rams so and then that left me with 30 bucks in my pocket and I'm just going to do a two team tease here I'm taking your Raiders 
So I'm either going to jinx you or I'm going to, you know, make you look for like a dick for going against your team. And then I'm taking the Chiefs. So the Titans, who you are taking in your Moneyline Parlay, I'm taking the Chiefs in my or you Moneyline Bet. I'm taking them in my parlay there. So... And that wraps it up for week seven. Enjoy the rest of your week there, Chris. Everybody else listening, you guys enjoy too. And we will return back here. I'll be back on Sunday to do the updates of the injury status. And then, Chris, I guess I will talk to you on Wednesday. Adios. All right. See you, everybody. Peace out.